0: thought I'd do a quick podcast on the use of psychedelics in spiritual development and uh, the development of the ego. Um, I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine. He's he's big into shamanism and the role of psychedelics. He's a, a big believer that they should be legalized and made freely available. I'm not quite at the point where I believe them to be, you know, they should be freely available per se, although I don't think they should be illegal. And when we were actually talking about ayahuasca here, uh, magic mushrooms and obviously uh, a few others, and Pedro and things, they're slightly different to the intensity of ayahuasca, uh, at least in my experience. Um, It can be a completely life-changing event when I, uh, one of the, I think it was the third time that I did ayahuasca, it completely shattered my psyche. And uh, although now in hindsight, it was a a great thing because it's made me look at the world differently and my values changed. Uh, I'd already done a lot of self-development work by that point, a lot of spiritual seeking by that point. So I had a, a little bit of a reference point that I could handle that and I knew who to speak to and and there was always uh, someone on the other end of the phone if I needed them. Uh, if people just fall into ayahuasca, and I'm guessing mushrooms as well with a big dose and you know, and other things, I think that could be very problematic for them. If their psyche gets completely torn apart like mine did, then I don't know how they'd function. Um, I couldn't do any work for a couple of weeks. Very, very paranoid. Um, not suicidal in the sense that I thought I was going to, you know, kill myself or wanted to kill myself or anything. But at the point where I thought, yeah, I can understand at this point suicidal thinking, suicidal thoughts, complete obliteration. I didn't know what on earth was going on at the time. And when I was speaking to my friend about this, he he was more of the opinion that uh, it always works out to be a benefit. And although that goes for everything in life, I think we need to be very careful when suggesting people take these, these sacred plants. And if we use ayahuasca again as the main plant that I'm talking about here, uh, it's so intense. And, so, and, and if it's done in the right environment, um can completely change your outlook on life in one evening, as they say it's numerous years of therapy in one night. I have experienced that. Um, I don't know if it was years of therapy, but uh, it was so intense that I I know that the average person who has done very little ego development work who has no spiritual grounding, they could go into a state of psychosis. Uh, Most people are neurotic anyway. So when the mind is being picked apart like this and you have to come face to face with the suppressed and repressed emotions that you've got going on, a lot of people cannot handle that in such a short amount of time. That's why a a very skilled therapist can pick that that apart and, and do it over a period of time. Ayahuasca does not give you that time you have to deal with it there and then. Yes, it's a healing process and it's very, very sacred. But is it for everybody? Most certainly not. And uh, I see a lot of people who do it, they go out to the world and, and tell everybody else about it, how magnificent it was and and uh, how it could help them. And I think that's a very dangerous place to be. Um, when I say she, I mean the Madre, Mother Ayahuasca. When she does call you know if it's called you and that doesn't generally come through other people from my experience Um, when I first started looking into doing ayahuasca uh, I come across it with Terence McKenna reading one of his books and then uh, an old business colleague of mine I mentioned it to him and he funnily enough a couple of weeks before had done ayahuasca and that is when I uh started you know uh not experimenting but working with ayahuasca so it sort of falls into place like a tapestry and if you force these things onto other people i think you're doing a disservice both to yourself to them and to the medicine itself it's such a sacred thing that it doesn't need to be pushed onto people and i see all the time in these communities the hippie communities Uh, pushing these things, I mean even magic mushrooms and everything Uh, a good friend went down Glastonbury and bought some magic mushrooms and yeah, there's definitely a place for them certainly, I know they're using them in psychedelics but they're, they're not actually uh... The higher levels of consciousness, there is no need for psychedelics per se. They are more to do with the ego and more to do with the picking apart and and uh, the undoing of the conditioned mind. More than they are any real uh, spiritual development work. Um, although spirituality is a, is a surrender, suppose it is a, uh, an annihilation of conditioning and, and the small sense of self the limited self a separate sense of self but that one picking i suppose is a spiritual pursuit if you like to label it as such um but a lot of people aren't ready for that they don't want that they don't want anything to do with that uh when i went to a retreat an ayahuasca retreat here in the uk there was three people there who sort of went for a jolly up they went because uh a friend told them about it and they it seemed like they were just going on a, a bender for a few days. Obviously, after one night, that all changed and they they were great people. But they didn't go there with that intention. Uh, and they very much struggled with it. Um, so you have to be ready for these things. And if you want to... Uh, other types of, of sacred medicine, I work with HAPE, which goes with ayahuasca quite a lot that's from south america i work with that as well which is uh for anyone who doesn't know that's tobacco and other grounded plants which i use probably once or twice a week Uh, it's like a snuff really You blow it up your nose and uh very grounding in my experience my thoughts uh disappear usually um certain types of hape makes me sick physically sick and uh, I work closely with uh, this friend we were talking about ayahuasca I work quite closely with him in terms of uh, working with hape but these things to me are very sacred I pray with them and uh, before I use them I thank them very grateful for what they do But these things can be abused by people who don't have that uh, recognition of sacredness. They're they're too busy in their day-to-day life. I know of a guy who who does a lot of gaming and he uses hape while he's gaming. I think that's uh, like cocaine, basically. That's how he uses it. And there is a a phrase that hape is the cocaine of the Amazon. I don't believe that. I think it's very disrespectful per se. I mean, cocaine is a planting of itself. If you use it, not cocaine, what we know. um, Just do your own study on all that. So these things can be used in a very sacred manner. They can also be abused, like alcohol here in the West, so I'll take note of that. When people are talking about these things, they're not necess- it's not a one-way street. They're not all beneficial. Uh, it's very contextual. We're not some enlightened people or beings because we use them. Um, anyone who does continue to work with things like ayahuasca has a lot of courage because the the first time that you go, you don't really know what to expect. But the second time you do know what to expect, and to keep going back for that is something special. It's very, uh, very powerful and very painful at times. There's there's not much more uh, painful in, in my experience than working with these these plants. That they are what I perceive to be a technology, a natural technology to assist humanity and, and other animals. I know they eat them, some other animals, in their own expansion of consciousness, but we're not special or anything like that by any stretch of the imagination. They're very dangerous for people who use them in the wrong context. They're dangerous when people suggest that other people use them. You will know when someone communicates with you, if they are ready for it, they will leave hints, life will leave hints in the communication. So just be careful. Um, I do write about ayahuasca on my website a couple of times. You can check that out. Just go on alexhitman.co.uk and check that out. I think that's it for this topic. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next podcast.